Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song uh, is a cover of the song Clones by Alice Cooper. Uh, Mr. Strange, not Stephen Strange, covered that one. So why did I pick that song when the last Spider-History was the same song? It's Clones. Might as well do it again. Anyway, before we get to this episode of the 45th anniversary of the original Clone Saga, let's uh, thank people that logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and support this uh, podcast and our, also our website. So a big thank you goes out to Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Matt, Michael2099, Mohammed, Noah, Patrick, Sarah, Vinkman, Walter, Will, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Bob, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Eric, Hafskimo, Ira, JB, Jay, Jared, John, Jay, John P, Curtis, Michael K, Patrick, Ricky, Sam, Sammers, Scott, Stephen, Stuart, Symbiobro, Thomas, uh, Valentin, also Nick. So, again, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. They get uh, exclusive episodes early. They also get uh, Spider Satellites, the monthly podcast, where we talk about everything that doesn't have the word amazing on it. And they get some exclusive shows, uh, which include... Uh, well, you know what? We did a uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie commentary where we watched the film all together. That was a fun episode. That was a Patreon-exclusive episode. Uh, Mark every now and then brings out his flow charts and we try to figure out who Kendrick is. That was a fun episode. Again, Patreon exclusive. So one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Uh, support the site and also get some nice perks for it by going there. All right. Clones, JR and George and myself tackle the 45th anniversary of the Clone Saga coming up right now. Hey, welcome to our September Spider History with JR. What's going on, JR? You ready to go back 45 years to talk about well, clones again? I am I am ready to go back to the time when I was uh, 12 years old. And, oh, uh, I was <laughs> just being born in 1975. So you got tw- you were and George was three years old. What's going on, George? <clears throat> I was three, and uh it was that year that uh, somewhere around my birthday that my mother bought me that Marvel team up. I can't remember the number that had um, like Man Wolf and Frankenstein's monster and oh yeah, it's uh, around and issue fifty, thirty seven, and thirty eight. Oh, and I well, couldn't, sorry, I couldn't uh, read it. It made me want to get interested in reading. I've always credited Spider Man with wanting to get me reading early on from an early age, but um, but I, I looked at all the pictures and, and that's when I decided to start drawing dinosaurs and things in there. <laughs> Hence the love of early love of Stegron. Stegron, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably. By the way, I I uh, went to eBay. I was like, you know what? I need to get that star, uh, that Stegron figure that um, George has. Cheapest one I could find was um, forty bucks in mm-hmm. box. So I think when I bought it, it was twenty. Yeah. Something. 
So we are, like I said earlier at the top, we are going back to 1975 to celebrate the 45th anniversary of the Clone Saga, the original. And like we did for the last several episodes we've recorded, we I'm going to go to my comic shop, a Texas-based uh, store. And if you want to get 147 in, oh, they don't even have a mint copy. They got a very fine fine for $43. You can get it here. And do you guys? It may, it may have been the one I, I sold them. <laughs> there you go. So the tarantula takes the game uh, is the uh, first part of this. JR, take me through it. Well, uh, the story begins right after the events of, uh, of a giant sized Spider-Man number five, where Spider-Man was down in Florida and mm-hmm. uh, facing off with the man thing. Yeah. You know, it was a giant size, uh, giant size man thing. <laughs> I don't get it. Why, why is that funny? By yeah, the way, we I, got I, Jerry Conway <laughs> and Ross Andrew. Two yeah, of the Ross best. Andrew. Two Ross of the Andrew, best. baby. One of my faves. I love Ross uh, Andrew. So, so Peter is uh, going to the, uh, Peter's coming back from Florida and he stops in at the daily bugle essentially to tell Jonah that, uh, <laughs> that trip to Florida you paid for, I didn't get any pictures. Uh, so Jonah, you know, Jonah, of course, reacts like Jonah does, throws him out of the office. Uh, but then Ned stops Peter. And, of course, the real reason why we're here is because you remember, of course, back in issue number 44, uh, 44, 144. Mm-hmm. It's when the Gwen is when Gwen Stacy appeared to come back from the dead. Right. All right. And um, so. And then she showed up, I think, in issue, I don't know, in issue 145, 146, she showed up at the Daily Bugle. Um, and so, anyway, so after what's happened is Ned took her to the doctor, and he's got the doctor's report on Gwen Stacy. All um, right. So, anyway, but the scene shifts to the tarantula in the prison shoe shop. And, of course, nothing <laughs> Nothing is going to go wrong here. All right. <laughs> this one fits pretty good. Do you have an yeah. uh, triple E? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah nothing's going to go wrong here. They're going to notice that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, they're not going to notice that a guy who one of his specialties was poison pointy shoes. So you're going to give him oh. access to the prison shoe shop <laughs> so he can make some more pointy shoes. Makes you know, sense to me. Makes sense. You know, kicks, the, you know, stabs the. The, the guard jumps over the prison wall. Uh, there's a, a van picks him up and the driver of the van who is helping him escape is the jackal. All yep. right. Now this is, this is costume jackal, not, not, Beavis. not, yeah, not Beavis. Harry <laughs> green jackass jackal driving a van. Mutant. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, I think it was a tall fuzzy Yoda, which is how he was yeah. described. Check out the, check out the, how the jackal rolls right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the next the next scene here is 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 actually kind of one of my favorites. Uh, it's kind of a classic, and uh, I referenced it in my uh, Mary Jane series. Okay, okay, uh, because uh, this is after one <laughs> one of Aunt May's numerous heart attacks. Uh, uh, MJ and uh, Anna Watson are picking her up from the hospital, and Anna's going to bring the car around. So Aunt May and Mary Jane have a chance to sit down and have some girl talk. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, basically, you know, Aunt May says, how you and Peter been doing? And Mary Jane says, well, since Gwen Stacy comes back, Peter has been blowing me off. Mm. And, and what's funny is 
between this and the next page, there is no doubt yeah. what Aunt May really thinks of Gwen and who Aunt May's favorite has always been. Yeah. Aunt May's favorite girl for Peter has always been Mary Jane. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's, of course, she probably doesn't appreciate Gwen telling her to, you know, piss off that one time, like when, when, when she did. Um, but of course, then May had it coming too. But, uh, but I, I just kind of like this because it just pretty well shows that Mary Jane from day one has always been May's favorite. It's, it's, is- it's, it's her best friend's kid. I mean, like, since mm-hmm. like Peter was a, a kid living with Aunt May and Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. uh, Aunt May's probably always had that in the back of her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's I how mean, old people roll. <laughs> but it's you know mary jane is that's who and, and to me that's why and this is one of those things where when uh oh, when casada you know would say oh the marriage is rushed the marriage is rushed and no no i mean back 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 in the days you know this is whom aunt may had picked for had yeah. the, this is the woman aunt may chose for peter you know aunt may you know it's like she wanted to make sure that peter was taken care of when she, like any mother, you know, would she, and he, she, you know, May's no fool, regardless of how many writers have tried to write her like a senile old fool. May's no fool, you know, yeah. and, um, and, uh, but, uh, she had, he, she had her eyes on Mary Jane from day one. That was the woman she had picked out for Peter. And that's, that's the woman for him. You know, it's talking about how she fell in love with Ben. Yeah, well, basically said if I'd left it up to Ben, I'd never gotten any action. So I'd uh, go in there and, you it's know, not, take it's not, it's not wait a minute. She says, says memories, JR. Well, you, need to, you need to adjust your bifocals. If I left there. things to him, I'd be an old maid and not even have my memories. <laughs> that, at that no point, that. we have panels now to show that, that at no point did she say action. It was not her reward. So, <laughs> well, so what I'm hearing is we have visual proof that JR just makes crap up. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. No, I think you have to understand the times that it was told that oh, this God. was a euphemism for action. You know, Memories, that, AKA means action. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so anyway, but this was kind of, a, like I said, a favor of mine because, like I said, it always showed that, uh, you know, May preferred Mary Jane, and it, yeah. it really well, Peter I mean, and Mary yeah. Jane, Peter and Mary Jane. I mean, th- 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 it was destiny. I mean, they they are meant for each other. Okay, regardless of what Joe Casada said, you know, they were always yeah. meant for each other and they got married quickly because they just woke up one day and realized it. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, what the heck are we doing? We're fooling ourselves, you know, by denying it. So anyway, so go back to Spider-Man. Spider-Man is swinging around. And he's thinking about the, you know, basically the medical report he that Ned had was that Gwen was a clone. Um and uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about how easily, I don't know. It's just, I'm just thinking about how easily and just offhanded. Oh yeah, she's a clone, you know? And yet and what, how, uh, how it took uh, Peter and, and Ben, you know, years later, it took them working together for hours on end to determine who was the yeah. clone, and who was the real. And even then it was fake. Right. Um, so, but then, then, but then Spider-Man, you know, he, 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 uh, drops in front of a store with mirrors and he kind of sees Gwen. He's thinking, Oh, what if there's like 10 Gwen Stacy, a hundred Gwen Stacy's a thousand Gwen Stacy's all wanting a piece of me. And I'm thinking you have no idea. Just just wait. 
Just, just wait. wait, brother. <laughs> no idea how bad that is going to get. You know, he's literally what, looking into his future in the nineties is what he's seeing in those mirrors in seventy five. <laughs> one clone, you don't just stop at one clone. You know, it's kind of like a bag so, of potato chips. You can't eat just one. You know. So. <laughs> Go ahead, Jr. I, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I just kind of had to get over that moment of, uh, yeah. you know, just when you talk about just not being able to, uh, it's visions, well, horde visions. When, when you see that many clones in the mirror, what do you do? You got to smash it. Yeah. So Hulk smash. So anyway, the cops come, you know, draw their guns and the tarantula shows up and, uh, and, uh, you know, takes them out so that he and Spider-Man can fight. And basically all this, this fight too. Yeah. And uh, for whatever reason, we, we got to focus on it. I'm not even, I'm not even going to go there focusing on these kids. For some reason, there's these two kids, including one with a beanie, you know, who, uh, uh, they, they've got a comment on the Spider-Man and Tarantula fight, but anyway, Tarantula knocks Spider-Man into a, into a bus. And, uh, anyway, in the interim though, in the interim, which you don't have, Brad, but uh, I have here is an ad for G.I. Joe meets the amazing Atomic Man. Now, see, I don't know about you, you know, but I had a couple of G.I. Joes in my day. Yeah. All right. You know, I had a regular one and then I had one with the beard. I mean, that was, mm -hmm. you know, you had bearded G.I. Joe. It's almost like Norman Osborn kidnapped him and made yeah. him grow a beard. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then uh, but then they came out with the amazing Atomic Man. You know, mm. what, and this is what this ad is, which okay. a, a blatant ripoff of the $6 million man. Remember the $6 million man, boys they and do. girls? Yeah. Okay. You know, except the Atomic Man has only one atomic leg and one human leg. Okay. And so I'm, and so he's showing he, how he can run 200 miles an hour, but he's got one human leg. So it's like, how does like he do this without the other one, the real one, either falling off or how does he run this fast without, because if his heart's still human, how does he run 200 miles an hour without his heart giving out? I don't understand it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. All right. So probably got adrenaline injectors like throughout <laughs> his body, something like that. Of, of course, that's that's, that's what's got to be. But uh, anyway, so the the bus, of course, Spider-Man and Tarantula are on the bus. bus. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> Hyman. Uh, Hyman. <laughs> Good Lord. Honest to God. Keep going. Keep going. Does, does anybody not? We're, we're, does anybody not? I mean, it's like, do the editors not read these pages? Anyway, so they're fighting and... Everybody, at one stop, everybody gets off the bus. All right. And then at another stop, the Gwen clone gets on the bus and the driver is just saying, please move to the back of the bus. Please move to the back of the bus. And Spider-Man is thinking, I, I don't know what in the world is going on with this driver. You know, it's like, and then of course the driver takes off. It's like, okay, so wait a minute. How, how did, first of all, the Jackal, he's got the mask with the big ears, right? How did he get that regular human mask? You're thinking over? too much. You're thinking uh, too much. All right. <laughs> so how does how does he do that? that that's real science fiction. Now let's just so, keep rolling on this bus while the guys they fight. Wind, they wind up driving to the Brooklyn Bridge, of course, before it was overplayed. Before it was overplayed. 
uh, and Tarantula hits him with a poison, gets him with a poison pointy shoe. And when Spider-Man wakes up, he's, he's in chains and the Jackal kind of gives a little clue to his motives that, uh, uh, you know, this, this is because I hate you so much because what you do to this poor girl, you know, I gave her life. And then the Jackal makes a reference to, you know, because you killed Gwen two years ago, which is kind of funny because that's exactly how much time had passed in, in, in real time. So Tarantula kicks Spider-Man off the bridge. Spider-Man's dropping to his death, you know, and to be continued. But next issue after 20 issues, mystery will be revealed. Who is the Jackal? So we didn't know Miles Warren at this point, huh? We did not. I'll be. And Clone, Clone Gwen's just watching all that and saying, oh, boy, that was a snap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> I love it. All right. So we we uh, pick it back up. The cover is referencing what happened last <clears throat> issue. Look at that. That's rare. Mm-hmm. Yep. And revealed at last the shattering secret of the jackal. Now yeah. I, 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 I have to admit, I had been, uh, I, I just, I just couldn't wait for this issue. Yeah. Just absolutely. You know, and uh, of course you never knew, you know, this is the seventies, right? So you never knew when you had no wizard, you had no previews, no, uh, crawl space, no-, no internet. You had no direct market. So, I mean, it was just absolutely agonizing waiting because you never knew when the issues were going to come out. I, uh, um, I bought this issue at a, um, at a uh, uh, used bookstore, a small used bookstore, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, before you had comic shops, you had used bookstores, and they usually had comics. Yeah. Uh, and I, I remember buying this one uh, sometime in the early 80s. Yeah. And uh, I remember – course couldn't wait for this issue and of course was yeah. pestering my mother to go to the newsstand good, all the good time cliffhanger. all the you know because i had to find out who the jackal was well i had a baseball game that day because I, I played little league baseball and it's it turned out my uh you know mother had stopped at the newsstand and got the issue and uh my brother being the little worm and little toad that he was <laughs> uh kept threatening to reveal who the jackal was oh no before i had a chance to reveal read it you know and so he would sit there and go the jackal's name is you know and no. then yeah and then he you know he said harold bales who was a one of my teammates or whatever you know <laughs> but, but my, my brother was a little shit you know so anyway. <laughs> this is why i'm glad i'm an only child same so Anyway, so Spider-Man has fallen to his death, right? You know, just there like when Stacy did all those years ago. And he really By the way, look, look at the title. Jackal, Jackal. Who's got the Jackal? Or is that Tackle? <coughs> is that jackal. a J or a T? No. Why, why, that didn't make any sense, Brad. Well, why that, would you say Jackal, Jackal, who's the Tackle? Oh, who's that got make, the Jackal? Okay. That, that doesn't make any like, sense at all. I thought it looked like a T down there. Okay, it's the Jackal. The thing is, I wonder why. I, I wonder why, you know, what the thing is, I wonder if the uh, where the Jackal sent his laundry because he's got bleach stains all over his costume. <laughs> you know, it, it just looks bad. <laughs> so I, 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 but then I think again, that's I mean, light it, reflecting, but I get it's, you. It's, it's the 70, you know, it's yeah. the coloring, the, the coloring wasn't, uh, it wasn't always work, working right. That's why the the Hulk wound up being green because gray right. didn't. Uh, and yeah. sometimes why uh, Spider Man would uh, look like he was naked, you know, because the blue wouldn't uh, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't get printed. So, um, 
anyway, so Spider-Man's like kind of, uh, you know, being in chains or whatever. He, he's not got any flexibility. He can't like get a web line off or whatever. And he's falling. Ah, I'm falling to my death. But he finally gets one off and inertia causes him to swing back and forth. And he crashes back into the bridge and knocks himself out. So, yeah. but anyway, and then the Jackal and uh, Tarantula and Gwen Stacy all, uh, all fly away uh, by a... Uh, <laughs> A jet pack that the jackal puts together. Uh, <laughs> What's he put? Shiny jackal's disturbing. There he goes. <laughs> Let's get out of here, guys. <laughs> more, more bleach stains on his uh, costume. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, so Spider-Man's just hanging there unconscious, and uh, so the cops pick him up, and uh, you know, rather than leave him chained up like that, so he can't get away or break loose, they. Uh, you know, they, uh, the, 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 the lead wants to cop wants to look good. So they take the chains off and put handcuffs on him and they're going to have a big reveal with the, taking his mask off. And, uh, well, how's it going to look you boob? <laughs> so Spider-Man gets away though, <sighs> taking taking advantage of the cops, uh, incompetence. And, uh, so Peter goes home and of course he's had a long day and, uh, you know, Mary Jane, like any other woman, you know, just can't read the tea leaves. She is, <laughs> she is going to have a conversation. She is oh. going to have it out. This, you know, uh -oh. they, it's Boy, like, look, Peter looks disheveled. Look at that. Yeah. yeah he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, and the next page is her, her storming up the stairs following him, you know, because she is going to have this conversation and he is in this no minute. Pete, Pete, is, poor Pete. Not, not a good time for the brother. Yeah. She just doesn't get the hint. Oh, uh, yeah, it must suck to be Peter to have a, a hot redhead demanding to spend time with you. Yeah, that, uh, that's awful. Yeah. Man. Poor Peter. Oh, are, oh, man. Oh, he slams the door in his, her face? Oh, Pete. Yeah, but then he realizes, <laughs> yeah. Lord, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. What the? W WT actual F. Uh, wait, <laughs> of course she's gone. Pete, you're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, and fortunately he realizes that uh yeah, he that was that's pretty stupid. But then again, of course, you know, I mean uh, uh he goes and he takes a bath. Uh <laughs> he's, he, this is this comic is so old they're they've they've got the bubble bath in a in a carton. <laughs> in a box. You know. Yeah. And you know, this is this is why I you know, this is why I um, you know <laughs> this is why anybody buys Spider-Man comics, right? To see Peter Parker soaking in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Rubber ducky. You're the one. <laughs> anyway. So he, anyway, he gets, he, he hears a knock at the door. He thinks it's Mary Jane, but it's just Ned Leeds. You know, look oh, at all the soap man. over Peter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honest to God, it's like, how would you be expecting Mary Jane wait? And then it's Ned, you know, what a, what a killer that one was <laughs> talk about, uh, talk about a cold shower. So anyway, <laughs> Ned, uh, you know, starts thinking, you know, he says, well, you know, Peter, ever since we found out Glenn was a clone, blah, 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 blah. You know, who, who could, you know, and, and says, um, you know, so who had access to, uh, you know, genetic samples of Gwen? And Peter goes, I remember, by gosh, I remember that time in Professor Warren's class, you know, where we all donated mm -hmm. genetic samples. Uh, and so, you know, Ned says, let's go find out what happened to those samples. Can, so, can we nope. just point out real quick while, while Brad's got the art up, how, yeah. how creepy out of like, like how creepy uh, uh, Warren looks out of the suit. Like, like the suit yeah. is, is, is not as creepy as the actual guy in it. <laughs> it's kind of like uh willem defoe and the green goblin mask defoe out of the mask is creepier than the the power ranger suit 
(laughs) But, uh, so anyway, they go to see Miles Warren, of course, you know, and uh, ask him about the the samples. And, uh, oh, you know, yeah, sure, I remember that. Oh, they ought to be right here, you know. And then all of a sudden, of course, they're gone. And who took them? Well, it must have been right. My lab assistant, Anthony Serba. So, well, of course. Who is not a very attractive man. (laughs) No, he he, kind of looks like uh, he's the Gibbon or something. He's going to be the Gibbon one day. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, I'm here sitting here thinking, oh, great, Anthony Serba, somebody we never heard of is going to be the jackal, you know. Yeah. So Spider-Man decides to go to Serba's last known address. And, of course, he's not there, but Tarantula is. Look at this beautiful-looking Andrew Art. Look at this. I love this. Yeah, and then it's just uh, kind of like there. Oh, oh! Uh, greetings, amigo. Now we shall finish our business. See, <laughs> and of course, now that that you know that Spider-Man is ready for him, um, he doesn't stand much of a chance against against yeah. Spider-Man. So, um, so Spider-Man pretty well cleans his clock uh, pretty easily. But then, last page. By the way, first you don't forget you got to drink some Blatt's beer. <laughs> Yeah, product placement <laughs> from Blatt's beer. <laughs> uh, so, so last page, what were you saying? No, I was about to say, here's the last oh, page. Oh, here's the last, here's the reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 25 yeah, years the, ago this month, and we the, learned that Miles Jackal, Warren. The, the jackal comes up behind him and drugs him with the claws. And, <laughs> you know, how did you sneak up on me? And uh, the jackal says, well, you know, uh, your spider sense only warns you about your enemies. And I'm not your enemy. I'm your friend. But you I'm, I'm with George on this. Put the mask back on, brother. You're better looking. <laughs> The jackal is Professor Warren, and I just uh, Hornacek oh, wants to know wow. when was the last time before this issue we'd seen Miles Warren. Do you remember Jr. Boy, uh, good question, because I know that he was there in. The, uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it's been. He was. He didn't show up that much. I remember when he was. He was there, like in the uh, the third Vulture issues, one twenty seven, one twenty eight. Okay. So he was asking Mary Jane if he'd seen Pete, if she had seen Peter, um, and I don't know that he had appeared. Yeah, yeah, nowhere. Hornacek you know, wants to know if Serba later was retconned to be a spider clone. Do you remember that? Yes. When, okay. For example, back when the remember when we were talking about um, uh, when we we're uh, last month when we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the uh, uh, spectacular Spider-Man annual number eight, uh, and how Joyce, Del- a girl by the name of Joyce Delaney, was was kidnapped and in- injected with some uh, tissue from Gwen. Uh, Anthony Serba was Peter Parker, okay. so that's how they explained who Peter was <laughs> and how the, how there appeared to be a Peter clone. It was really Anthony Serba who'd been injected with Peter okay. Parker's DNA. I like how Adam Winchell in chat uh, says he looks like John Bolton. Yeah, he kind of that's, does. That's no, he does look like John Bolton. Yep. WTF says Adam. <laughs> and of course, I had. By the way, uh, oh, go ahead, Jerry. No, I was about to say I had, of course, absolutely no. I mean, I'm terrible at prognostication, so I had absolutely no idea the jackal was <laughs> going to be Professor Warren. Uh, but boy, I thought it was cool, though, because you thought I thought it was cool. I was just going to ask thought, you that. What you thought yeah. of your reveal? Yeah, I thought it was cool because uh, you know it was um, it was somebody you'd, I didn't expect. Apparently, a few people did guess it, hmm. uh, but for the most part, it was uh, um, 
it, it was um, it was a not a whole lot of people guessed it. it was pretty much a surprise uh but you know he'd been a character i mean it wasn't inconsistent he'd been a character who'd been around a long time you know it wasn't one of those like eddie brock being venom you know like who the heck is this yeah. you know and uh ultimately his uh, motivations were which were kind of creepy uh yeah. did still kind of make some kind of sense yeah. So the next issue, I, I want to uh, find out the value of it. Let me let me take a look here. Um, <coughs> I will, because the next issue is the one that everyone cites. You know, you, it's the infamous cover, uh, 149, where you got two clones. And, so let me go to my comic shop. Let me go down to 49 here. Let's see. Uh, what, guys, take a guess. How much you think a near mint copy of this one's going to go for? 40 bucks. Uh, I think it'd be higher than that just because <clears throat> there is that, um, you know, the, there's people that, that like okay. the clone stuff. So I, I bet it's price. Fine is 54 bucks. Hmm. If you see GC, it's a slab. It's 900 bucks. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's I, slab. you can also get it slab for like 117. Mm -hmm. So, so if it's a 6.9, 6.5 at a fine, I'd say double that a hundred bucks would be a fair price near mint price if they had it in stock i bet you that's what it would go for what do you think anyway so uh let's go to this one 149 oh web slinger must slay the other or ned leads is doomed either way the jackal will have his revenge the astonishing climax of the what does it say the spidey jackal war this is not the climax. This is just getting started. And JR, even if I die, even if I live, I die. Yeah, it was. Uh, and who thought it would be revived 20, 20, years, 20 later. years later? Yeah. But but then again, you know, Norman came back after 20 something years. Too to, they brought Professor Warren back after 20 years. And then, well, good night, Jonathan. Good night, yeah. SoFlo. Wow, we're losing. We're losing. People. We're losing them. What happened? What is it? They just, you know, they, they stayed long enough to fit, find out who the Jackal was and they just, yeah, they, they're out. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the spoilers, you know, they, they, yeah. they got, they got the reveal and now they're done. But no, I thought it was a, 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 an interesting reveal. And, yeah. um, but uh, so the next issue starts out uh, with uh, a recap, obviously of what's gone before and, uh, and, uh, then Spider-Man and the Jackal have their moment where uh, the Jackal essentially tells him, you know, why he's doing it. You know, he, but uh, he hates, you know, he resents Spider-Man for letting Gwen Stacy die or killing Gwen Stacy. I forget exactly what he blames him for. And he hates him because you were, you know, I hate you because you're young. I hate you because Gwen loved you, blah, 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 blah. You know, mm -hmm. typical supervillain. Uh, silly supervillain behavior. Uh, then he goes into kind of his own origin story about how he was brokenhearted when Gwen died. And, you know, he started messing around with the genetic samples and, uh, uh, you know, Anthony Serbo start, you know, thought they were cloning frogs, you know, and it turned out that they were really human. Uh, and so, you know, professor Warren then went snapped and killed him, you know, and yeah. uh, came up with this jackal identity and, you know, this, so, you know, back, I, yeah. So basically, most of the story is basically most of the story is uh, is the Jackal's origin story, and the Jackal lures Spider-Man to uh, Shea Stadium, the late Shea Stadium. Mm. You know where he's kidnapped uh, Ned and is threatening him. He's going to blow him up, and you know, and and then uh, he knocks Spider-Man out, and then Spider-Man is now facing his clone. 
You know, so here we have the first battle of Spider, the, the first appearance of Ben Riley. There, there you go. The, the first appearance of Ben <clears throat> Riley. So, you know, well, what do we, we have a fairly anticlimactic fight, you know, um, where uh, uh, the, the Spider Man and his clone fight, and uh, the Jackal then all of a sudden comes to his senses, you know, and decides to, to free Ned and, uh, and, uh, then Shea Stadium blows up, and apparently one of the Spider-Men is dead. The Jackal is dead. Uh, Gwen and Spider-Man are alive, and uh, or the real Spider-Man, maybe, <laughs> you know. So and, and we got we got an epilogue too. Yeah, and after that, Spider-Man and the Gwen clone go to Gwen's the real Gwen's grave, and the Gwen clone walks out of Peter Parker's life. Yep. All right. Apparently. There you go. There she goes. Epilogue dose. We got two and more. Then, but here is a historic event, people. All right. Oh. This is it. Uh-oh. So Peter oh. walks into his apartment. Oh. Guess who's waiting? Spider Sense. Oh. Yeah, see, the Spider Sense. It's it her. It's go- got to be her. Yeah. What The Spider Sense didn't go off when the Jackal was behind him. About to, you know, to to to, to hit, uh, to yeah. slit him, but it goes off when Mary Jane. Mary Jane's behind the door. Finally, look at that. All right, and then are you glad? You know, I'm well, glad to see you. Are you really? You mean that tiger? Here, I'll show you. Oh, oh, oh look at that door! Uh, look at that door! Oh, even when boys, I was kid, I knew what that meant. Oh, you know, what and is boys going and girls, what? this. This is what I, most Spider-Man fans agree <laughs> is when it happened. Yep. You know, it's a shame we couldn't have been in the room where it happened. No, you, sicko, it happened. you don't need to see that. But, uh, <laughs> that cost you an extra four ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, and you would have had to. You would have had to ask the. Uh, uh, the pharmacist behind the counter, you know, they, they had been behind the counter and you had to ask for it, uh, oh, or at least get wow. your dad to ask for it for you. But, uh, anyway, so that, that's it. That's when Spider-Man maybe that, it may have, that's when he lost his virginity that, allegedly. That was, huh? Yeah. That was when, you know, and, uh, but what's funny, let's, let's look at it one more time. There you go. No, go get him, tiger. Hap- no doubt what happened there. Mary Jane did the walk of shame home that night, the next morning. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Mary Jane. I, I don't think it's a walk of shame when it's someone that you've known most of your life. Yeah, she's been around for twenty, a hundred, or not most of your life. But years. I mean, uh, technically, he didn't meet her until uh, what? They were both teenagers. So, and, but, I think uh, Jonathan Lopez sums it up best: boom, chicka, boom. <laughs> but but it kind of what what's what's a little ironic, not about. Peter and Mary Jane there, but, uh, you know, we, we were just, we were last month, of course, we were complaining about how the clone saga, the other clone saga, you know, they went through all this and never resolved any of the issues. And, 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 but what's funny here is that this clone saga didn't resolve a lot of issues either. There were still an awful lot of unanswered questions so much so that in issue number 153, Mm. Instead of a letters page, oh. See, Conway had already taken a powder apparently, but in 153, instead of a letters page, um, here, throw, throw it up. Let me see it. I know, but I, I got to okay. read Roger, Roger Sliffer, boy, assistant editor. <coughs> so 
so he came up with uh, of jackals and juxtaposition. In other words, the little he yellow spent a box. whole page explaining all the away all the the questions that people had. Oh, like, it, is all that white text explained? Yeah, or is it yeah, the that's yellow? it. Oh, wow. yeah, no, the, the the yellow is just explaining uh, that uh, there were a lot of unanswered questions. So they Roger, this this Roger uh, Steffler, hey Steffler's mom. Uh, <laughs> But things like how did the jackal find? When did the jackal find out that Peter was Spider Man? I mean, you read through this, and, and I'm not going to read no. through it, but there's a you know a lot of legitimate questions people had. Hey, wait a minute, what did this mean? Wait a minute, yeah. you know. And then uh, it's like uh, as a parting shot. Uh, oh, here, as the zillions of Marvel maniacs pointed out that if Spider Man's Spider Sense didn't alert him to his enemies, then why did it react to Mary Jane on the last page of Spider Man 149? Hmm. That's one even we can't figure out. So consider consider yourself no prized. So, you know, even then, everything wasn't perfectly wrapped up. But for the most part, but the difference is, even if they didn't quite wrap up every mystery, you still felt you got a satisfactory story. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you, you had a mystery. It unveiled uh, over time. It resolved within a reasonable period of time. You had a definitive ending. Yeah. And that was it. You know, and, and to be honest, we never expected to see any of these characters. Again. <laughs> it wasn't a 50 issue event. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you know, it was, also, and it wasn't you know, meant to promote another title yeah. or another bunch of characters. You know, nobody else <laughs> horned in on this event, you know, like the Punisher or, or New Warriors or whatever. This was strictly a personal uh, Spider Man event and uh, it, unro- it unfolded the way it should have. And Hornacek says that letters page is an early version of Life of Riley. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, uh, another thing that happened is I'm, I'm, watching and listening to you as, as I remember this story, you also have Peter's personal life being affected by his superhero life, which is a nice balance, which is something I like this advanced the Mary Jane and Peter relationship, uh, literally to the next level. I mean, this is my milestone ish of what happened for those two in this storyline. He really, he really picked, uh, Mary Jane to move on. Yeah, and and in issue one fifty, which we yeah. uh, have we have discussed on a previous uh, version of Spider History, right? Uh, that's how Peter. Uh, I mean, because the next issue is Peter wrestling with whether or not he's the clone, and yeah. um, you know, so um, and and how he decides. Yeah, no chromium covers, no checklist. He, There's no checklist that you have to to understand the story. Yeah. And it didn't even cross over with Marvel team up. Um, but, um, uh, what was I thinking? But anyway, one fit that how he, how he realizes that he wasn't the clone, uh, was because when Spencer Smythe has him in a spider slayer death grip or whatever, Peter Mm -hmm. Spider-Man is thinking, what about Mary Jane? And he's thinking, Oh, wait a minute. If I was a clone, I'd be thinking about Gwen. You know, or I'd be thinking about both Mary Jane and Gwen, you know, but right. I'm thinking about Mary Jane. Uh, so, yeah, you know, that was so, so, uh, yeah, it so was, what's the grade on this one in 45 year hindsight? Oh, I probably would have given, you know, I, I gave it an A. I mean, it's a class. I mean, if it's, if it's in, if it's a classic get in the top 10, it's probably got to have an A. You know, maybe a B, maybe a B plus if you're wanting to get real nitpicky or yeah. whatever. But uh, George, you hate clones. Did you hate this? Uh, no, this would have been fine if it had yeah. been just left 
the way it was. Yeah. If it had just started and ended and dumping them in the smokestack and, hey, game over, it, it, it would have been a fine show. Yeah. yeah. I liked it a lot back in the day. I did. I, I, I can't stand the follow-up, which takes place in 1988, Spectacular Spider-Man Annual Number 8, where the Gwen's clone comes back. I didn't understand that story to this day. It, but, I'll help you. It was done so that people would buy it. I mean, it was tied into the high evolutionary uh, annuals crossover. Mm -hmm. Evolutionary war or something. Evolutionary war. That was it. Yeah. It was, I couldn't get it. And it was, it was, you know, again, it was, it was promoting the, the, like I said, what were they? The young gods or something like that. Um, But to be honest, since, since, since um, I always speculated that actually it was, it was Conway retconning his own clone story Mm -hmm. because, Again, um, you know, in the seventies, I mean, if you remember in the seventies, science fiction, uh, was full of a lot of clone scares, clone movie, you know, we were starting to, you know, I I don't know if like Dolly, the sheep was happening at this, but there was a lot of sci. I remember, I remember like there were a lot of sci-fi movies relating to cloning. Uh, so it was a big thing. It was a big thing in science fiction at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but then as time progressed and, you know, we sort of started to understand it a little more, it was like, no, you can't grow a clone from a single cell. You know, I mean, that's just, that's mm-hmm. not how it's going to work, you know? And, uh, yeah. so I, that's kind of how I thought, well, maybe Conway was just, you know, retconning his own story because it didn't make scientific sense anymore. Well, in the seventies seemed logical, you know, time had proven that it wasn't. So he kind of retconned it back to the nineties. Now we're starting to, the cloning is picking up again and it kind of picked up as a, you know, yeah. so. And it's interesting course, that clones to this day are still referenced in Spider-Man. They're such a big part of it. And that's due to the clone saga, picking it back up from that 70s storyline, <laughs> love it or not. It's still a part of Spider-Man's history. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, it's like world war one and world war two. They're, they're very ugly, but, uh, you yeah. can't, you can't tell world history without them. And you can't yeah. tell, you can't tell Spider-Man history without the clone saga for better. Or says, the Nicholas Hammond, Spider-Man live action show even had a night of the clones episode starring who Morgan Fairchild. Yep. We'll have more on that later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, all the subsequent clone story retcons just made things more confusing rather than simplifying or fixing the problem the stories had, says Vinkman. Very true. Clone. I, I personally am not a fan of clone stories and the fact that it just, I, I would rather have someone besides the hero. I, I like an internal battle, not a physical battle with yourself. Uh, that's why with the Hulk, one of my favorite moments of the Hulk is when he goes internal and Banner is standing where Hulk is. And he's got Joe Fixit. He's got multiple versions of himself. I don't like those multiple versions out in front of him. Best clone story ever told. Yeah. Best clone story ever told. Not it's not Spider Man because it's it's no. not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is uh, Superman three. Oh, in the uh, the when he the, when he when he, the, when he fights the bad Superman in the bar. Yeah, yeah. And then outside, he's, of he's there. taking peanuts and hitting the mirror with it. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the best, best part. Clone. That best was the best story. part of Superman three. Christopher Reeve did a great job with that. Remember he threw the tires on, on top of Clark and then Clark. And you had to know he enjoyed, you know, playing Superman as a, as a, oh, yeah. you know, and you, I remember the, uh, the colors are muted on the Superman suit. Yeah. Like he's just been out there and just getting yeah. grime on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, this is more like secret wars and secret wars too. I don't know. 
Um, anyway, uh, I, I think he means in that Secret Wars is the original and it's great. Yeah. Secret Wars Two is the clone and it's ass. Remember, this is uh, George's segment. I mean, Jr.'s segment, so he'll disagree. Anything Secret Wars is good. Well, no, no, I, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. What he's oh. saying, though. I mean, initial story, yeah. and for what it, you know, I mean, again, besides what I thought of the story, you know, it was what it was. It was a major story. It had an impact, whatever. And then Marvel decided yeah. to go cash grab it and you know, screwed it up. So you, have, you have the original and then you have the clone. Yeah. You have cool superhero fights on every page. And then, and, and then you have Spider-Man teaching the beyonder how to poop. <laughs> Pee. He peed. Uh, Jonathan is referencing the nineties Spider-Man cartoon where Mary Jane was a water clone. So we've got clones in that show too. Uh, yeah. I remember not, that. Not, not, Did, not didn't the first clone of Captain Kirk happen? And little girls are made of in Star Trek history of clone history. <laughs> well, he really wasn't. He wasn't a clone. He was an android. They were. They were androids. <laughs> and I, I and I don't consider. I don't consider um, stuff like mirror mirror universe like in Star Trek. That, no, that, yeah. That's not. That's not clones. That's actually. That's legitimate storytelling. The mirror mm-hmm. mirror universe is is fascinates me in, in Star yeah. Trek. It really does. I mean, it, it's crazy. Uh, but it's yeah. not clone crap. It's you know, it's it's original versus a different version of the original, but if, it's not a. If you watch season two of the Star Trek Discovery, you might like it. Happen. You That's might like it if no, you like Mirror that, Mirror. I can't. I can't get past those uh, those asinine new Klingons. No, it's, it's not going to happen. It's got it's uh, got Captain gonna, Pike in it. Well, no, the, the the Mirror Mirror story was in season one. Captain Pike was in season two, but the Mirror Mirror. Oh, was it? What season? Yeah, one? it was. That Discovery? was because okay. when when Jason Isaacs Captain Lorca, it turned oh, out that he was. That's a spoiler. <laughs> says, says the guy who wanted to know who the mysterious vagrant was. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Riker clone. I remember that on Star Trek Next Gen. Yeah, Riker getting struck. Stuck, I mean, there was a Data and Laura clone. Or uh, Laura clone. Data, Laura's not really a clone. No, he was he's a, just a android. He's just another android. Just, just another android. There were different android what at least three that we know of yeah there was data there was lower and then there was b4 b4 yeah yeah, at the the end of nemesis which then he was dismantled in picard or whatever and so final thoughts on the 45th anniversary of the clone saga jr well it was a classic then it's a classic now yeah you know it's a uh unfortunately uh (laughs) it spawned something not so classic or classic do you think that maximum clonage is the very bottom of the well of the clone saga? Did it not get any worse than that? Boy, you know, uh, the thing is, uh, some of the stories that came afterwards were off pretty awful too. I mean, that I mean, one, the, that one ranks pretty low for me. Oh, it's definitely pretty low. Yeah. Uh, in, in the way that it, uh, continues the character assassination of Peter Parker. Um, and, and in a way just, doesn't make. I mean, it, it's just a horrible story. But the thing is, though, some of the other ones that followed were, were just terrible. Maybe they weren't offensive, but they were terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Forty-five years later, George Clone Saga Volume One. What did you think? Would have been fine as a standalone story that no one ever touched again. But the fact that so much crap came out of it decades later kind of ruins the legacy for him. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. 
Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.